Have you ever been in a situation where that was a case and you were fired up to introduce this guy? You did, and then they were like, uh, I don't know. So welcome right. to the Walk of Shame. The Walk of Shame radio podcast. There we go. And I want to do personal stories too, okay? All right, hey everybody. Welcome back to the Walk of Shame radio podcast, the dating and relationship one-stop shop. I don't know, whatever. Uh, this is your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, relationship expert, millennial mentor, as well as Lexi Rodriguez, expert chick in beautiful San Diego, California. How are you doing, Lex? I'm doing good. How's it going? It's going. Uh, today is a very interesting subject because we've talked about this a number of times back and forth, and I think it's time to go through some stuff. And we've got some research to back it up, too. So I'm very excited to talk about how your friends influence your relationship. Right. And you know, if their, you their acceptance or their, need yeah. their approval when it comes to who you date friends and friends versus family. I work with a lot of clients that are like, I don't know, I really dig him, blah, blah, blah. But my friends don't like him. Yeah. The friends are the biggest thing. And as yeah. a matter of fact, I was going to quote the fact the I was going to quote a study in the journal of family psychology, relatively new study, too, that found out that judgment from friends led to worse relationship outcomes than judgment from either friend or or family or society, the, the your group of friends, your close friends, are very, very, very influential in regards to how you feel or how your relationship will go. Right. Totally. Surprisingly enough, although it ha- it also has to do with the fact that if you're very unsure about yourself and you're going to let them impede on your judgment, then that's that's going to really kind of fuck things right. up. Right. Versus being stronger. And don't get me wrong, it's always, it's beautiful to have good people around you to get their input, to ask for advice, people that you trust and people that you love and people that you see living their truth, living what they talk, you know what I mean? So as long as these people that you need this approval from are living a life that you see and that you would want to kind of live that life with them, you know, like it's not someone that you're looking at from afar, like she's giving you all this crazy advice, but she's also sucks at life. You Mm -hmm. have to trust who they are and what they are about before you really take their advice to the heart. Yeah, that's such a, that's why this is such a great talk because let's say you have a terrible track record. Or a track record of attracting or getting into relationships with just batshit crazy people. And then you find somebody else and you're thinking, well, I'm more open. I'm more aware. I understand things better because I've learned from the past relationships. And I'm at, and this is good. This one's good. It's solid. But then you get your friends and they know what your pattern is. And let's say they're not cool with it. Are you going to lean more towards them being able to see things from from an outside perspective or are you going to be secure in, in, in yourself and what's good for you, what you think is good for you? That's a tough decision to make, well, especially you know if you've what? made shitty decisions in the past. But it's, if they're meeting these people and you've made shitty decisions in the past and they're just kind of like, I don't know, Alexis, like he seems kind of like your past relationship or we'll see how it goes, but I'm not you know, going to start looking for my bridesmaid dress to be in your wedding. That has no reflection on 
this new maybe significant other that you've brought into this circle that has everything to do with the way that you're reflecting your judgment onto them. So your friends are looking at you just kind of like, seriously, again? And in that situation, they're not judging this person that you're bringing into the circle. They're judging you for being so clueless. And they're judging your, the your pattern you bringing, choice. Exactly, the fact right. that you keep bringing the same type of person into the equation when it hasn't worked in the past. If these are your real friends, they need to slap you across the face one time and sit you down and say, hey, listen, you're making some decisions that are just not really working out for you. And I think it's cool that they let you make these mistakes one, maybe two, maybe three times. I really do think that's cool because I don't think that you should take these friends' opinions 100% into the fact that if you're going to date this person or not. But if they let you make the mistake three times, they're good friends. And then if they let you make it the fourth, they're just kind of like, fuck off. You're not good at this. And I'm not going to dive into this issue anymore. Right. But you've been in a situation where you had a friend and your friend keeps picking loser guys, right? I'm assuming, right? Oh, Hasn't totally. everybody been in that situation yeah. where they know friends that pick loser guys? So what is what if you say, and I, I'm thinking this happened too. You're saying, yeah, but uh, I don't know, whatever your friend's name is. This is the same shit that you've gone through in the past. And she says, and I quote, no, but this time it's different. Or you don't know him like I know him. Yeah. Well, how do you respond to that? You know, at that point... <laughs> And I, I, it's different. It's a little different with me because of what I do for a living and all of that. But at that point, I step back because you know what? My most important thing in the relationship between me and my friend is the relationship between me and my friend. And as long as that this person coming into the equation isn't affecting that, I got to let her learn for herself and that's the hard part it's like when you see someone keep falling down and you're there to help them get up but you see them continue to fall down there's only so much you can do for them yeah you can give them the advice you can give them your two cents but you can't ever tell anyone what to do because if you go that route and they just listen to you like a little puppy dog or a little kindergartner you know what i mean they're never going to be able to build this morale on their own. And they're never going to be able to trust their judgment. So right you themselves. have to continue, let them to make their mistakes. This might mean that they need to get outside help and not just go to your friends for advice. But you have to continue to let them to make that mistake as, as hard as it is. And then th- they'll get it. But you got to be there for them when they need to talk. But you know what? There isn't much you can do when it comes to an, a situation like this. I don't I think you should stay out of it. Three, three things. Three things happen that are not good. And these are the signs that there is an issue with the person. And the first one is, is that they uh, they ask you what what they should do. What should I do? Now, and now, now you, you get that a lot, and it's you got and and women say that a lot, and I know, but you don't mean it exactly. But I'm talking about the friend that's ac- actually asking you exactly, hey, what should I do because I don't trust myself? That's the first crappy thing that comes up. The second crappy thing that comes up is if they are defiant in regards to they are going to stay in something to prove you wrong. That's right. another that's another crappy thing to do. If they say, well, you don't know what it is and I'm and I'm going to show you or this and that, then you know that they don't have a true sense of themselves. The third thing is if they don't have a 
true sense of themselves and they just continue to be wishy-washy about it and they don't settle on one thing or another and they double talk. So they'll say, oh, I know. I mean, how many times has this happened? Oh, I know he's not that great and I know he's near, yeah, but, but there's always the buts. Yeah, but, but he's there, or, but he walks the dog every night, but they, they come up with, with the rational, the or, rationalization but I've had to so stay. Oh uh, yeah. Or, or the worst one possible is, but I've put so much time into this or, but I've, I've, worked on him so much up to this point and i know that there's that person inside that can come out i mean that's almost like battered wife syndrome to the extreme because it's because and that's what happens with and i used to work at a battered wife shelter in costa mesa back in orange county and they would come in and it's a textbook pattern to where and the reasons why they stay with these idiots is because they're like, yeah, but I know who he really is. And I know, and it was just, it was just the booze or it was just something, mm-hmm. or he was just pissed because of his job and he took it out on me, but he didn't mean it. And then he came back and he said, oh, I love you and all that stuff. And I'll never have it happen again, which is all complete bullshit because that's his pattern. But that would be the pattern that somebody else would have on a lower level scale in regards to not getting beat up. But right. still the pattern of the relationship would be like that. And it's, none of those are good at all. And it all comes down to, like you said, and like we've talked about before, it all comes down to you being trusting who you are and your decision making process. Right. And it's a beautiful thing to have girlfriends or guy friends or whatever that you can go have some wine with and really talk to them about what you feel like you're missing in this relationship. Or even if you're single and you're not dating, maybe what you feel like you're missing as an individual. And it's really beautiful. And you know what? I have, I'm lucky to have the best friends that I grew up with. These are like my, my sisters. And I've always been the type of person that likes being by myself. I like hanging out by myself. I don't like anybody else's opinion. I don't really ever need it unless it's my mom's, you know what I mean? But I'm So you don't seek approval. You don't seek approval from your friends. You don't don't set it up to where you're with this guy for a while and then you're like, okay, now I have to introduce him to my friends. No, you know what? If anything, I get stoked like when I meet a cool guy that I'm dating because I'm like, I am so stoked for you to meet my friends because number one, my friends are fucking so rad. And number two, this dude is so rad and I'm stoked that, that I trust my judgment and I'm blessed that I trust my judgment enough to be excited about this but that's where I want to get my clients to I want to get them to a place where where they're not like oh my god I'm so nervous for you to meet my friends I hope they like you if they don't like you you know girls joke if they don't like you then we can't date I want to get my clients and I want the people listening to this show to instead of think negatively about introducing their significant other to someone else, think positively and immediately just be so stoked about it. But what I was getting at was I've met some girls out here that I call some of my best friends now, and I've been out here for a year, and that's really new for me to trust my judgment enough when it comes to a friendship. I never had that in me. So trusting my judgment enough um, in life in general has brought me to creating these new relationships, even though they are friendships. And when I sit and observe these chicks and and they're they're single and they're dating, we're all sharing stories and whatever, they've got it going on because they're giving good advice. 
and sometimes they're giving stupid advice and I'm involved. Sometimes I'm giving stupid advice, but we're all, it's all um, like a general statement. It's not go do this. And so yeah, I not, think. Yeah, nothing specific. It's just I, your yes, input. I think if you're going to get advice from the outside world, and when I say outside world, I mean literally not in your body, like not in your soul, That that's the outside world, then take it as a generalization of maybe what you should do and then create your own idea and create your own context when it comes to the actual conversation you're going to have with somebody because you know it's like I'm picturing right now like a science class back in the day where you put the x in the box and then outside comes the y you know what I mean you get this advice and it's Mm -hmm. that advice plain and simple but when you put it in your body and then you speak it out of your mouth it changes up inside there before it comes out because you don't know what your body's gonna the influence you are gonna have on that advice it might come out totally wrong yeah you know? when it goes through your when it goes through your ego filter that's what happens yeah so be careful communication filter when you're taking this advice and be careful when you are are keeping it in mind when it comes to whether you're going to proceed with maybe finding true happiness or not my biggest biggest pet peeve when it comes to that is when someone really misses out on something good because one of their friends that they do trust and love gave them a piece of advice that maybe was a little tainted with their issues with men or women. Yeah, but they, but everybody, there's no such thing as unbiased advice. That's why you've got to have some level of trust and understanding of yourself in order to understand that they're coming from their own perspective. And if you don't, and if you're just looking to that one person, your BFF, to make that final decision for you to do something, then that's that's a you thing. And that means yes. that you don't have full trust in yourself. And that's when you got to be working on that. Have you, I wanted to come back. Have you ever been in a situation to where, cause you said you're stoked for your new dude to meet your friends. Have you ever been in a situation where that was a case and you were fired up to introduce this guy? You did. And then they were like, uh, I don't know. No more. I haven't oh. luckily, but more on the side that my friend saw how into. Um, this new person I was and more that they were like kind of judging me like kind of like are you okay you know like they know me as a person and they know that I'm very nonchalant and I love every single relationship I have and I don't ever really put one in front of another but I think that this last instance when I introduced a cool new guy to my friends they saw how stoked (laughs) I was about the relationship and they were kind of protecting me more so like Nothing nothing to do with him, but more like, all right, well, I've never seen you like this at this point, so maybe just kind of be careful with your feelings right now. And they know they can give me whatever advice they want, and they know that I'm always going to be just like, fuck, fuck off. I love these feelings. Why? Why? These feelings are great and beautiful. Why not go find the butterflies in the rabbit hole. You know what I mean? They know that I'm that type of person. But like we always say on our podcast is listen to your body, listen to your emotions. If you feel like something is beautiful, follow it. If you feel like you may need some advice from your friends, ask for it. But understand that you are the president of your own world and you make these decisions, but you you have to be completely aware with yourself before you start making drastic ones. You know, And that's what, and that's where the problem comes in because people that fall into the same pattern, they fall in the same pattern for a reason. It's because they don't have the, the ability to see 
that that pattern was shitty or they do know it was shitty, but they didn't, they don't make any concrete improvements on it after the relationship, especially if they go before you go, especially if they go, they bounce right into another relationship because that's their gig. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. You know, what's so beautiful is I see, uh, I mean, I see it all bartending and, um, I have awesome, great regulars that are just cool fucking people. You know what I mean? Great personalities, but we're all in this fucked up world of dating. We're all, you know, single. Most of the people I do surround myself with aren't married. Maybe some seriously dating, maybe some single as fuck, but it's funny to see the different dating, issues or or like bliss that they all have so I have um these regulars that come in on dates and I see them and they I they always look to me for approval even if it's just some like funny eye contact or whatever it may be or even if they come in by themselves the next time and kind of like so what'd you think you know and it's really funny to see (laughs) the their judgment get better with every date I see, well, that's uh, hopefully. I mean, that's good. That's. I mean, what it's you good, but friends, I don't. Right? But I don't even give that. Like, I don't sit down and give them like a consultation at the bar. You know what I mean? Like, I. Yeah, but actually, you don't have to. But that's that's a whole point, and that's why we. That's why we talk to people. That's right. That's that's a job of a friend. It's not to sit there exactly and just go down the. But they feel the energy say, from me. I think they feel that I am mm-hmm. like. What, sometimes I'll just like really, dude, and sometimes I'm just like, wow, why the fuck is she into you? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you can just feel it. Even if, and friends, a lot of, this show is really a lot, a lot of the time this topic is for the friends because it's like, it's, there is a thin line between being there for your friend and kind of guiding them through this process, this stupid fucking process of being single and being serious. But yeah, there's a thin line between guiding slash supporting and then kind of just just telling them what to do because you aren't them. So it's like friends, your girlfriend or your guy friend in this situation can feel your energy too. So it's like just be authentic with the advice you give. Yeah, that's boy, that's a tough gig. I mean, and that I I guess that all comes down to hopefully the the friends that you have around you, you have a lot of trust in them. They are people that are looking out for your best interest when they do talk to you about those type of things that you are going through. There are no unbiased opinions at all. Everybody comes from their own place, but that's the role of having really good friends around you is giving you that or allowing you to bounce stuff off of them without making the decision for you because it, that doesn't allow you. It's it's almost like somebody catching the fish instead of teaching you how to fish. Totally. Because you're going to have to learn how to fish regardless if you want a successful relationship. It's not going to happen unless you stand on your own two feet and decide what works for you and what doesn't work for you and then finally get into something fulfilling versus all these shitty relationships that you've been in for wrong reasons. And most right. of them having to do with ego or having to do with fear or having to do with shit that happened when you were young and, you know, your dad wasn't around or he was abusive. And then he, you know, then uh, you look for people that actually have those same characteristics so you can work out all that shit on the new person, which right. never, never works out because that's the new person. It's not your dad. So. And let's talk about family for a second, because family, when we first um, decided to talk about this today, my main idea was I don't even look for friends approval at all. Like I look for my family's approval, but you know, what's funny about that is my family obviously is everything to me and their approval means the most, but if they have an opinion, 
that opinion is kind of just like, well, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, because I've been living my life, you know, for a good 10 years in my own world. Like, yeah, mom and dad and my brother and my, you know, grandma, grandpa, whatever. You've all been there. You're my family. You'll be there forever. But you don't really know shit, excuse my language, about where I am and who I am at the core right now. Like, yeah, you know, you know me and you know you're proud of me and you know that I'm a good person and you know that the morals I have and that the traits I live my life with are all from you. And like, I'm also very blessed in that area. But you know how funny it is? Because it's like if my family or if my grandma who freaking is 95 and said she didn't like someone because of some stupid thing, you know, that that isn't relevant in 2016, I would be like, okay, fine. Peace out, dude. You know what I mean? But just because it's like, that's my family. That's my love. That's if it's more of approval because I want them to be proud of me. I think it's a, it's a different feeling when it comes to my friends because my friends know me. They've seen me when I'm at my worst. They've seen me go through all these transitions in life mm. and it's like, I don't care if they're proud of me or not. I They have to be there for me. My When it comes to my family, I just want to make them proud because they, raised, they did raise me, right? And I want them to know that I really am holding on to what they gave me and threw me out in the world with. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you have diff- so, different expectations of, the, of each group. Yeah. But that also comes back to like if you have religious beliefs or if you have this culture that you grew up in that is very... Um, adamant about dating a certain race or or a gender or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. You know what I mean? It could get really confusing. But Mm -hmm. I guess in my world, it's my family is most important. My friends can kick rocks. They're always going to be there for for me. But I want my family to approve more so. I guess I'm saying I would be more so nervous to introduce a new significant other to my family than my friends. But everyone out there has a different relationship well, with that, their family. Exactly. And that's the whole point. Statistically, like I said, statistically, the friends are more influential in regards to if your relationship actually has a chance or not. And they have to be on board more so than the family does. As far as I'm concerned... I'm more along the lines of getting input from friends because they're more aware of the day-to-day like you had indicated versus the family. You know, I kind of look at my family like that, that like your dog. Like if your dog doesn't like someone, I'm really going to question the integrity of this person that my dog doesn't like. They don't need to know the person. They don't need to be able to have a conversation with the person. But if my dog is growling at this person, this person can get the fuck out of my house. Okay, for the record, and we should probably do a whole show on this thing, but for the record, dogs, not so much cats because cats are dicks, but dogs have the most insane sixth sense in regards oh, totally. to a person's energy it's not even funny and i go off and of, so does my I, grandma <laughs> i told <laughs> i go off of that sense that a dog gets uh unless the dog is just you know one of those one of the little dogs that have a, a napoleon complex but i go off of that more than more than anything uh, from the initial thing because boy they can sense energy like nobody's business so i guess that's just the example i would use it's like if i bring you home to my family and they're they're just gonna love you because i love you but they don't love you 
you got to go. You know what I mean? Well, that, I told you that story that what I happened when I brought that girl yeah, yeah, to my did. parents' we house. And I'm like, hey, this is it. I was all happy because she was kind of a nerd and, and way off of what I usually go out. And my mom goes, what are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was totally shocked. You I know what? Those was, people I, are the best. And you, you got to keep a handful of those people in your pocket. I have a, I have a, a handful, actually, of the people that lo- love everyone and they just have this great, vibrant soul and they just accept everyone. But it's like when they don't like you, you just kind of like double check your standards real quick. Oh, you do? Because you have to bounce it off. But, but those people are good to have around. They are good to have around. But that's what it comes down to. And that's the bottom line of all this stuff. Do you need friends approval? Yeah, yes and no. And you have to, and it comes down to how grounded you are and how trusting you are. If you, and you know if you're trusting of your own thing or not. And if you're not, then you're going to lean more on your friends. And then it's really no fault of theirs if they're going to give you input because they know that you can't give yourself some constructive input. But it depends on the input that they give. If they give personal attack, input like oh he doesn't comb his hair or he he doesn't have a job or something like that then that's one thing if they say oh man he's got he, this is the same thing that you went through with this other person because you're going to end up having to take care of him or he's not reliable or he doesn't show up then that's an, that's another thing and that's more of a constructive way right. to help your friend understand that they're going into the same shitty pattern right and hopefully at this point in your life and if you don't that's what we're here for but hopefully at this point in life you have maybe not every single one of your friends is the person you're going to go to for advice but like i said if you yeah, have that's not the case though, people really? in your pocket yeah. that you completely trust yeah go to them for advice but like i said most importantly you need to trust yourself and if there are some holes in your base system of trust within then you need to figure out how to fix that shit up before and here's the way to before do it. you can even go to anyone else for right. advice. And here's the way to do it. Tell might, us might, might the, well way to on, do on it. the way to do it. The one technique that is the most effective in regards to trying to figure out if you're making the right, and this, this really goes towards making the right decision in anything. Pretend like it's your best friend and you're, and you're giving advice to your best friend about the decision. Right. It's not you. So what happens is, is you, you distance yourself emotionally from the decision or from the analysis in regards to, especially in this circumstance, in, in regards to the person and if they're good for you or not. So if you put it in the perspective of you pretending to be your own best friend, not yourself, and you're giving advice to yourself, then that is the best possible way to see things for really what they are versus maybe how you're how you want them to be and i'm gonna leave you with this if you if you continue this is a little harsh i guess i didn't think about it before i was about to say it but if you continue to have to have these fucking wine advice sessions with your friends every time you meet a guy or a girl or you're always contemplating your judgment and you need other people's um, acceptance of this other human, step back, chill out on dating for a second and ask the questions that you were about to ask your friends about this person. Ask those questions to your friends that you trust so much for this advice about yourself. And maybe that'll help you fill in some holes because 
you know what? Dating is about meeting beautiful people and meeting cool people and getting to know like the best of these people that you're spending your time with. It's not about going on a date and then the next day going to meet up with your friends and telling them everything that's wrong with this person. It's about getting the most positive feedback between the interaction, you know? It has nothing to do with I mean, I just think that you should never turn dating into a negative thing and always have to sit with your girlfriends and talk about what they don't have or the money they don't make or the the length they're missing. Do you know what the I more mean? you the more you value your life and your time in this life because it's not forever. And the older you get, the more you realize that. The more you are going to want to make decisions of value in regards to who you spend your time with. Yes. And if you and if you spend your time with this guy or this chick and you meet up with your friends the next day and it's pretty much a bag session, then you're really not You're answering your own question. Yeah, you're not valuing your life or your time very well, are you? Yes, exactly. I love that. I love that we're ending with this because I mean I when I was dating it was just I had so much fun because I wouldn't go out on a date with anyone who's gonna waste my time. We only have one life to live. We don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Make every interaction just the best it can be. That's just called self worth, Lex. That's it. Totally. I mean, you know, that we're not here for very long, so value your time. And, and the people that you have around you, surround yourself with good people, period. Yes, because then good people give good advice, and then you are golden. Golden. Thanks for listening to the Walk of Shame Radio podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher every single week. We will be every here single for week. you. Every single so. Thursday. Comes out every single Thursday. Remember, uh, uh, javabud.com. Uh, all the shows are on the website, as well as the Millennial Sauce, the new blog. I'm going to have a weekly posting on that. You are more than welcome to submit any rantings or ravings that you have as a millennial. It's sort of an open forum type of a situation. And uh, or yeah. and please uh, go rate and review, especially on iTunes. It really makes a big difference uh, when we're doing this organic podcast marketing dog and pony show bullshit that we have yeah. to go through like all 9 million podcasts out there do. Totally. And you can email me with any questions or concerns or if you do want to set up a Skype consultation or even a consultation at the local bar, we can do that, too. Um, Drinks included. Yeah, I feel like you become a little more loosey-goosey when you've had one beer down because I always say I will only work with you if you can be truly open with me because if you come into this trying to impress or trying to leave some shit out it's not going to work and you're just going to waste your money on me and even though i would love to take all your money i can't do that to you and anybody that knows what they're doing can spot that in a second and you're wasting our time if you do that so. all right thanks for listening though we will talk to you guys next week peace out